Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final regular season live edition of the Huskies on Tap podcast and the senior night edition of the Huskies on Tap podcast live from Fatty's Pub and Grill. First, we would like to thank Fatty's for being the home of the Huskies on Tap live show. In addition, we'd like to also thank our Fatty's sponsored athletes for taking time out of their busy schedule as a student as well as an athlete throughout the season to join the show. Today, I'm joined by two of our seniors, Fatty's sponsored athletes as well. On my left, I have offensive lineman Braden Patton, and on my right, I have super back, fullback, running back, a little bit of everything, Clint Ratnovich. Braden, we'll start with you. Same intro as last time, just in case there's some people that don't know who you are, but your hometown, year, major position in the Yeah, so uh, Braden uh, Patton, I'm from uh, Ellisville, Indiana. Uh, Richard Senior, uh, major. Um, doing my uh, master's degree in sports management, uh, position center, number 58. You walking us this, this December too? Yeah. Oh, let's go. Dude, meet you and Lance. That's right. Clint, how about you? Your grad transfer here, but your hometown, year, major position, number, and then where'd you come from? What school? Uh, I'm from Cleveland, Illinois. I'm from Western Illinois. Year, I'm a six year senior position. Position, super bad, kind of all over the place in my life. Number 25. All right. So now that we know who our athletes are today, first of all, like, yo, 5-2, top of the net, West. I know I'm the one who talks about it. You guys just go out and play, but how does it feel right now, considering how last year was, and start you grading, to be in the position that you are with, you know, everything in front of you? Yeah, uh, you know, it, it gives us confidence. Um, we have confidence in what we can do. Um, we're all surprised. But that's going to be what we had last year. Um, I think we just, every week we take it 1-0. That's the mentality. Uh, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, Coach Hamlet said that actually in the press conference today. So, as long as we find a way to go 1-0 this week, we'll worry about next week when we get there. Clint, for you, you came here from Western Illinois. You didn't really know what to expect from coming here, but how's it been so far? Uh, it's been awesome, you know, uh, like I said, I did a little, uh, you know, scouting come in, watched a little tape on the guys, and I've seen them a lot of, uh, you know, room for improvement, you know, there were a lot of close games last year, and there's a lot of uh, guys in the team that can do a lot of things really well, so, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like I fit in really well, everyone's awesome, all the coaching staff, they great with the guys, and they're really Good morning. I actually talked about it. I didn't release this episode this afternoon. I had to talk with Jaden Dalton as well as the Monitor Touring. And I think for fans that don't know, the easiest way for you to tell this team from last year's team is last year's close games we weren't able to win. The close games that you guys are in this year, you've been winning. And now you're on a four game winning streak this past week, and you guys beat Bowling Green. Clint, I'm going to start with you as someone who works with these guys directly day in and day out. What was it like to see Jay and Mason, Jay Dunker and Mason Blakemore make such a big impact on there on Saturday? It was awesome. You know, uh, Dunker and Mason both, you know, work with the bus off the bench. It's my time over, guys. Uh, didn't really get a chance to come and see him. I had to show him town, but you know, he kept bringing every day at breakfast and kind of showing out on Saturday. And then Brandon, he was at like, I know we talk about this like every time I see our class. It seems like every time you're in the pod, you have a new running back to block for, but they're rushing for like 200. So, what's it like to know that Jay and Mason, when they're not as tall, they're able to make those plays? Yeah, it was awesome to see, um, especially for those young guys. They work hard. Um, when the number was called, they stepped up. So, it was great to see those guys. Strong, I, 
And then I gotta ask you, so what's it like being on an offensive line that runs the ball 50 pounds a game every single game? And I don't think we have any injuries yet. I'm gonna knock on what I could be wrong, but it's gotta take some wear and tear on your guys' body, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's awesome. Uh, I mean, as long as you love running the football. So, you know, it's awesome. We're able to run the football like we are. Yeah, your bodies won't feel good. Your bodies never going to feel good. But, um, you know, just push it. Yeah, as I said, just keep running the rock. I mean, Clint, for you, it must be perfect for you because you come into an offense or a running back. You don't have to take all the carries because there's so many of them. You know, by the time that you get your carry on third or fourth down and you go in the wild rack formation, tackles aren't coming. So, what's it been like to you to be that change of pace back? But I guess you would say one staple throughout the season as we have seen some injuries like that. I think the plan, like you said, running the ball 40, 50 times a game is probably being complaining with running back. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of awesome. Our uh, position running all the different things, you know, all with it. Uh, no different. It's uh, a long time versatile. Play what we do and do all the different things. Yeah, you guys were able to find a way to win a football game. I think it was 34 to 26. It got a little sketchy at the end of the game. Uh, we talked about it yesterday that the last touchdown that we were bringing out was a weird play, like it ticked off the guy's hand. They ended up scoring. But there's one play in specific that comes to mind when Saturday. Were you, you were out there right there for the kickoff return, right? You normally have kickoff. So take us through from your view as, as one of the lead blockers. You're usually too bad. It was usually you and him back there. Were you on the second line or were you all the way back there? Oh, front line. They move you all the way around, man. I can't keep track of you. What was it like, though, to see Trayvon finally get that, that touchdown? I was the block. That was, that was good for him. You know, he was a really explosive guy. Uh, last year, he did a great job. Palmer, you could see him going. You know, uh, uh, my block actually kind of got washed off the side, opposite side of where we were trying to something to kind of turn up to you. See Trey breaking loose, no one left in the table. So, you know, when you, you don't get your block, it's got to be a guaranteed touchdown, right? Like, like, you know, we haven't seen a lot of him in the kicker turn game. People have been kicking out of bounds, kicking out of the back of the end zone, stuff like that. It was great to see him get that. It was one thing last year where you weren't here last year for it, but I feel great about it. I'm sitting there in the press box, like, with my phone out every single time. It was a lot of kicker turns. You get a lot of points last year to no avail, and then the one time I don't have it out, he scores. But I'm really happy for him, and I'm really excited to see what this offense is looking like going into this week. So, Brayden, I'll start with you. I heard this morning how physical practice has been. Talk about how that translates over to a game situation. And since we got two offensive guys, who has been winning practice as of late? Um, you know, I think the physicality of our practice is uh, us what we're about. Um, it's calories, go off and uh, people off the ball. Um, so I think this kind of practice is a big key for us. Um, and I would say people practice. Practice is really both sides win here and there. Yeah, you know, we, we used to have our play that we learned. Uh, I would say it's pretty balanced. You know, not, no one side is winning. There's a balance out there on the field. Beginning in the season, the defense really had their struggles, but they've really picked it up. and. I think overall as a team, offense, defense, this is one of the biggest measuring stick games of the season. Clint, for you, uh, obviously there's a lot of backs. You don't have to take as much of a beating in practice. So what's the physicality level for you, and how good of a look is the compete team that you can have Yeah, I think it's pretty compete. I don't want to say it's harder than the other side of this. 
I would say executive points to uh, you know, physicality, coaching on the pitches that I've ever seen you doing now. And that's one of our big keys is physicality. Number uh, one, front center, you're still front center. Same thing on the defense. So I think just being the most physical team um, in the uh, conference. Like Quinn said, they're a good rush defense. Uh, you know, high in that. So. And I think the best way to describe the way you play this year is bully you know we're going to run the football. You can't stop it. We're going to continue to run the ball. And I think uh, one of the things that I've gathered from from my time on Saturday after the game with the players and coaches and then this morning is to expect more balance and practice. Obviously, with the wind and everything last week, it wasn't conducive to a good passing environment. And we saw that, you know, with the Green's passing numbers, they were like 16 or 40 this year. Someone from third member, Rocky got his fourth grade, he got his touchdown, and he was able to find a way to win the football game. Clint, for you this past weekend, what was your favorite your favorite individual play? Uh, you know, it was like going to the uh, duo. Challenge the eight ball, nine ball, put a body in a body, and do that. It's always good for a yard or two. And then, Brayden, for you, what was your favorite play from this weekend? Yeah, I would say the same thing. Uh, we had a fourth and two. Um, I think we were going towards the scoreboard. And uh, we went for it. And I think we got, we got three yards. So, you know, it's just awesome to see that. Every time we see you come in that wild in that position, like everyone in the press box, it was in my like, oh, it's hilarious. Clint may not be full suit, he may not even be in the corner, but he's going to go right up the left and he's going to chop his legs and he's going to push through it. Uh, this Saturday, though, we had some lucky legends in the house at the game from the uh, 2012 Mac Championship, 11 Mac Championship, I believe. So, were you able to chop it up and meet any of the former players? Yeah, I didn't really get a chance to talk to a lot of them. I actually met someone here today, but, you know, just kind of partying in the locker room with them, you know, coming around and doing those three parts of the game. But other than that, I didn't really get a chance to talk to them. Really for you to get to meet like Chandler Harnish or anything like that after the game. I saw Rocky got to. Yeah, I got to meet um, Scott Ward the center back in 2019. Uh, it, was, it was awesome. He's like, you better fix this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, it was awesome. Though. You gave me some good uh, feedback on you know, what I could do better. And it was just awesome to hear stories from when he was playing and when he was here. Yeah, just like uh, you see all the pictures of outside your guys' meeting room of all the Huskies that made it to the NFL, and you see all the old championship teams, and it's like we may be a little a little screwed at the Cal, and we may be in a small conference, but there is an immense amount of immense amount of tradition here, and it's it's apparent every game day that you come here. Uh, great, we'll start with you. I saw a lot of pictures after the game on recruits on visits at Tuscan Stadium during last week's game. What does it mean to have such a great performance in front of so many recruits and potential future Huskies? Yeah, um, you know, I think it's I think it's awesome to have those recruits here uh, for them to watch um, and get a feel of what energy is about. Um, you know, to perform like that, um, to show them you know, what we're about and what they were doing like they were coming um, I think it's awesome. And then Clint, you were a couple times. You didn't go through all the cool business. We didn't, you know, we didn't pull out the red carpet for you. But you're on sale guy. You're on that guy. You found a way. What was it like to have that second performance? There was a lot of recruits of all different positions out there on Saturday. 
Uh, it's really important in this program. You know, I think those hands do a great job uh, kind of building small grand bags the hard way. The hard way is the right one, but I think it's kind of shown this year, you know, it's close games are right kind of drive out and then it shows the team that we're, that we're kind of made up and it's very important to those guys that are coming in and maybe looking at the program to see Yeah, I think like on top of the physical aspect, we talked a lot towards the end of the season last year and we weren't here yet, but they talked a lot about how the team needed to be stronger, they needed to be more physical. And you're seeing week in and week out that only ball mentality and the ability to be more physical than your opponent. Because at this point, like, we have beaten some teams that on paper are more talented than us. Like, Toledo should be us. Who's the other one? I don't know about you, Sir. Maybe just one. But Toledo, we were supposed to lose that game. They're picking us to lose Central Michigan. And I think the last time we talked, they said, what, they put us in three games this year? Yeah. You have an opportunity to triple that. And you still have, you know, I know we talked about it last time, you don't want to lose any games, but you, you could run the table. If you run the table, it's never a doubt you guys are going to join. But if you drop one across the way, as long as it's not one that we lose a tiebreaker, we'll be good to go. Going into this week, though, I, I talked about it a little bit on my preview. I think it's going to have to be a different game than I think we're going to need more points to beat this Central Michigan team, maybe somewhere in the neighborhood of 30. Clint, I'll start with you. Offensively, what would you say we have to do to have an under quality offensive performance? Uh, no, I know these service for sure. Uh, can't have any setbacks. Uh, being able to run the football, you know, we do that week in, week out. Like I said, it's going to be challenging against the defense, but I think we can do it. And then uh, in the passing, you know, we always, we've always had it in the arsenal, just really haven't had to use it as much as we should have. You know, I feel like uh, this week's going to be really good. When Rocky starts dropping a Yeah, I think 
the most important thing, like you've always said, like you said, is to find a way to win this football game. And it hasn't been pretty all year. You guys have won almost every game. I think the only one that wasn't ugly was our main. And the first half was ugly. But the second half was like defense stopped everything. And you guys were able to score, I think, like 28 points in the second half. But I think this is important. You guys have a 2 and 1 road record. You guys won at Georgia Tech. You guys won at Toledo. And then you guys also won, or you guys lost against Michigan. I'm not good at numbers. I can't count. I was looking for a third one, and there is no third one. You guys will win this week, but speak it into existence. But what's it like to do a drum street party and celebrating on the road? Like, those balls are thin. You know they can hear you guys turning it off. It's much needed, you know. Uh, some of those long bus ride homes can be brutal coming back to the home. So it's always fun to uh, bus ride back, especially when you got that room on the And then Brady, for you, I always see you guys in the video, you know, dancing down in the water. Coach Jimmy is always going crazy. He's like, uh, he reminds me of like, you know, everyone has like that crazy uncle. He just has like that vibe to it where it's like, yo, he's got all the energy, all the juice. It's been really good to see how he's implemented himself in the program, but what's it like for you just being in that locker room, especially on the road, like celebrating a match and dub? Yeah, first, yeah, back to Coach Jimmy. Coach Jimmy was a person like that. Uh, he's awesome. But, um, you know, like Clint said, you know, those long bus rides, it's way really better than the under your belt. And just celebrating the locker room and feeling the off-field is awesome. You know, it's, it's, it's what we want. It's, it's a family that we want. So, you know, just. just when I'm a little bit, especially during the tech one, that was awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. And then Clint, I'll start with you since you brought it up. So take me through like what a bus ride to the game is like, and then what a bus ride back to the game is like. Uh, only through the game, So the uh, bus ride there is a lot more quiet. You know, a lot of guys are locked in. A lot of guys are viewing the, you know, uh, anyway, and watching the film and stuff, and on the way back, it's kind of a lot more loose. Especially, you know, I think like the big a lot of guys are all, you know, talking about having fun. That's what it's all about, especially with long trips. You know, you have to, you know, you guys. Yeah, man, Braden, for you, uh, obviously, you've been here for a couple years longer than Prince. You, you know what our, our drill is when we're a bus team. You can like bus team at Lester, too, where you guys did bus team with the bus last night. Aside from uh, when the bus almost broke down, it was in Gary last last time. I think John and Adam were telling me about that. They said like the bus like started to stop in Gary, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's locked. But uh, what, what's it been like, you know, especially after like, getting that bus ride? Right? I know you guys were talking about um, watching the Western Michigan or like, Central Michigan games like the last few months. You got TVs on right now? Um, are you looking at TVs on right Most of us just watch on the phone. Oh, uh, I would say the bus ride back, you know, after a week, um, that's more last. Um, bus right there, I'm concerned. Still getting fun, watching film, and so the gameplay. Some guys do one or two, just a lot of stuff. So, yeah. You guys like you guys like Coach Judy playing music on the way, right? Okay, that that works for me. Clint, I need I need a two hundred yard performance from you, man. Uh, everyone else has got it. You've got more touchdowns than everyone, so you can take that. But can I get like a rat dog pre-game prediction for your performance this week against Central Park? Just you know, I would say what I'm giving. Uh, you know, a lot of different stuff going this week. You know, uh, 
just trying to find ways to you know, move the ball in the offense, no matter what it is, and it's going to be bad. Some are going to be, you know, being a man dogs, but you know, it's hard to predict how it's going to go in the game. You always kind of just go about what they give us. For the few episodes, especially something like John Richardson prediction, I would just been like throwing the boldest of bold predictions out. And like, they probably won't all be right, but some of them are right, that'd be great. Like, I call the James Oscar second guy, a couple between him and Lance, and he was able to get that one in, in a big time or in like the big moment of the game last night. But yeah, I uh, week in and week out, I see one up in different spots of the field, sometimes even in line as a blocker. And I'm waiting for you to pass the ball. I know we talked about it last time. You probably won a couple of best picks on your time, but I'm waiting for that that wild rat formation. Everyone is going to pack the box and expect you to run it instead of a 10 feet of pass right over the top. So, with that being said, great. I'll go over to you. The last few times we've played against Central, having them the best results, they've really been blowouts, you know, for lack of better words. This is going to be your last time playing against Central. Does that add extra motivation for you? To make sure when you get back on that bus ride, you got a smile on your face. Yeah, that'll be in my looking forward to the um, season. Uh, motivation, especially because it's on the last time we face all these fans. So, you know, there's there's motivation here, but it's all about just being more about the mentality and how it's going to So, that's 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 my problem. And then, Coyne, I'll start with you. What should Husky fans expect to see from the offense out there on Saturday? It's an early kickoff. I think it's like 11 a.m. Don't forget, you know, if you're not a good time, make sure you're you're home for kickoff. Yeah, uh, you know, just expect us to open it up a little bit. Uh, this is a championship week for us. You know, they're definitely in two and one. This yeah, and they're two and one in conference play yesterday. Yes, yeah, so this is uh, this is a championship game. So moving forward, we have a lot of you know big games. This is one of them. You know, offense got there and Yeah, I think the way you look at the schedule, so you guys have away at Central Michigan, at Kent State, at home against Buffalo, at Buffer, at home against Ball State, at Buffalo, and then at home against West Michigan. So those are all teams that like I know you guys were there in Detroit. You were with me with the the crumbled up predictions of the map where they ironically picked you guys to pick last or finish last. But the way that it's shaken up this year, there's been so much parity. We see, you know, one of these teams upset Bowling Green was an upset Minnesota. Some of these teams like Central, they played Missouri real tough. So there's a lot of talent in the MAC. And the season still has a lot of football left to be played. Like Graydon said perfectly, controlling you guys can control the one and only team. We've been talking up to guys like me and uh, the rest of the history. Brayden, what would you say you would expect to see from the offense this weekend? A really big game. Yeah, uh, I would say the physicality is going to be great. We're always going to be that. That's not one thing we're going to be talking about. We're going to be more balanced and stay consulted. We're going to try to go past the game. It's just going to be and it's a big game this week because it's a match. Uh, big, uh, you're dropping all the cliches. You're the biggest football guy I know, bro. So, first year in the match. What are your overall thoughts on the match? And so far, you know, you haven't had to play the midweek games. I know you're a creature of habit, though. I know you're a, a routine guy. You ready for those Tuesday, Wednesday night matching games? Yeah, I actually am. You know, we're up early Tuesday, Wednesday mornings at 5 a.m. Uh, it's gonna be nice. So it's kind of you waking everybody up. So it's uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, practice. It's not going to be Saturday, Sunday. So we can sleep. It's 
last year as a collegiate football player, what are you looking forward to the most about the rest of this season? Uh, you know, just honestly, the you know, traveling, staying in the hotel with the guys, the whole experience, it's something you never look at that. You know, when I missed the uh, year because of COVID, you know, the yard is starting and uh, it's just some of those, you know, times they will never get back into something can't really experience outside of football. Just hanging out with guys. How is your receivers, guys like Billy and Trayvon, always going live like the night before a game, like hyping up, doing your dance, playing that, and whatever? But it's it's fun to see you guys have fun. And the one thing I think, like one of the best quotes that we've had here at this show during this season was from Evan Moss, and the way he put it was, as you know. As much as it gets going by the wayside, you can't forget to have fun. You guys are playing a child's game at the collegiate level, and both of you guys have an opportunity to win a jersey from here and play in the NFL. It's a great for you. Right here with the fifth year now, six years, so a lot of memories here. What are you looking forward to most about your final, the rest of your final season here? Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, cherish the moments, um, you know, on the practice field, you know, team, the team dinners, the team meals, um, just, just hanging with the guys, you know, uh, like one said, I never get that back, um, I'm through the so I think those memories, um, you know, those are just things in the last lifetime. And back to the NFL, okay? so we've seen a lot of crazy football this year. Like Coach Hammock's Ravens are looking good. Our guy Dylan's Thomas's Chiefs are looking too good. Our Bears aren't good. I know we have a lot of Packers fans on the team. A lot of a lot of Packers fans in your position, room. But do you guys? I'll start with you, Brandon. Do you have like uh, you have to pick two teams? Who do you think would be the Super Bowl? Who was tomorrow? You know, you can't, you can't count on Tom Brady. So I'm going to go with the Bucks, and then I want to say um, maybe the Bills. Bills? Yeah, I like that. They've they, they, they looked solid. You know, last night was Tennessee, they lost, but have a good look solid. Dude, I needed mean, one more touchdown. It's the farm pigs for my fantasy matchup. And, and they had that one at the end where it was the PI. And I'm like, if he would have just caught that, it would have been perfect for me. I was so impressed. But I needed like 40 points from Savon Diggs and Kevin Sigler. It's like, Sigler Perry is like, he gets like 30% of his touches. I was really desperate. Quick for you, uh, your, your preview of the Super Bowl matchup for this year. Uh, I'm Brady, and, uh, Tom Brady and Buffs, but also on that side, uh, I like the Rams. Yeah, I was like Stafford, even uh, Detroit, big fan, and I'm excited to see him. You know, I have a sister, and I'll say, do this side, you can't. I can see the Bills. I've got defense figured out, find a way to stop their injury. Last night, he had three touchdowns, I think it was 140 yards. and. It's almost like he gets better as the game goes on because you know you you hear hear that type of runner where it's like you get better as the game goes on because you're a part of the tackle and come the fourth quarter like defenders don't want to see you. But yeah, it was a it was a really good game. Josh Allen, uh, I was like hoping for overtime. I was like, give me overtime so I can get like I think the breakdown would have been like a couple catches and like 20, 30 yards from him. But it is what it is. I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna come in like last place in my own league. Like. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. Uh, but for midweek matches, so Clint, I know I talked about, you know, you're a big routine guy and you cook a lot and cook for you and Rocky, you do a lot of stuff around the house. But, well, except for clean, I know Amanda does the cleaning, but 
what type of adjustments do you need to make uh, with having games during the midweek as far as like you're still a student athlete and then you have other obligations you have to care about? Uh, just setting that routine. You know, we have to find different times and do homework, uh, different times to make tools, those things. So, uh, you know, just find that set routine in the first week of managing all the work and, and uh, you know, just find a way to, you know, find that extra time to watch the home and just uh, feel it out. It's nice that kind of uh, our Tuesday, Wednesday, practice, and Saturday, and Sunday, so we get to see a lot of time. Man. And then, Brady, have you been giving this guy some advice on uh, how wild of a ride the next like four or five weeks of the games? Because if you thought the games were crazy so far, there's going to be like onside kick, you know, comebacks and like crazy deep balls and the annexation of Puerto Rico and all It's matching it's the wildest conference as far as gameplay. But, Brady, what type of adjustments have you, as a roommate of his, told him to be prepared for like this crazy, crazy moment? The end of all that we got finals and graduation. Yeah, I think it's like what he said the time management aspect of you know figuring your days out, what am I gonna do on this day and each day and you know, just just coming in mind watching the film and focusing on each day what you gotta do. Finally finally go one and only each day, right? You gotta you gotta win the day, right? Uh quick for you, I know we we went over this last time, but for our listeners who were here last time. Talk about Thursday night at Fatties, the NIL, you and Fatties, and what's it been like for you uh, coming from a small school last year? You probably wouldn't have that opportunity last year. Yeah, so on Thursday night, it's uh, myself, Rocky, William, and then the O'Reilly, all come up here. You know, they gave us a nice meal, uh, give us some t shirts, and gift cards and stuff. Just to be a sponsor to have you know, it's, it's really awesome to be able to work with us in school. So, uh, you know, coming from small school, uh, this NIL day is tough. You can tell, like, it's going to benefit the big thing. I think it's not too bad. It's a really nice guy. He's lost his name. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's just cool that, uh, you know, all those professionals like this, like, guys and stuff, and some engaged in the football program, maybe the help out with your football teams. Just really cool experience. I feel like it's still kind of feeling its way out, trying to sort itself out, and then we'll see how it goes in the next few years. And then, Brayden, for you, uh, as someone who's been a big part of the MIU community, I think you've been a captain for your second or third year as a second year as a captain. What's it been like to, if you were kind of the guy who organized it, you and Rocky, what's it been like to have you know that Thursday night dinner with your teammates and then to have the hat I out? Yeah. So I, I think I'd be a swimmer in the competition. Yeah. 
I, I think I have to go with Clint on that one. And for those of you that don't know, obviously we, we, we haven't scheduled it yet, but at some point between now and when these guys play in the bowl game, we're going to have a league competition with the whole lineman, with Rocky, with Clint, Liam, all the guys. And if you saw the IU football video today, they were talking about you know, drums or glass. I think we got to go boneless, though, because we don't. We don't want uh, we don't want you guys to be trying to fire through some bones controversy on how much blood time Yeah, we gotta make sure that everyone gets the same size wings, but uh great for you. Who who's been uh, getting like that second plate or getting the biggest plate on Thursday nights? You know, I would I would say I would I would say everyone gets you know, like you know, I would say John Chen gets Katie most. John and Marcus. Marcus is a lot too. Yeah, I mean, with the big guys up front, you know, you gotta stay, stay with a full stomach and stay with all the proper macros, and nutrition. That's how the Clinton was in macros. I know this guy, you know, with the meal preps with everything. What's that like for you to not only have that at home, but where you have that discipline and you have that regimen? You know, you come to the facility and they got all the snacks and the protein shakes and all the goodness to keep you so. Uh, it's kind of tough in the season. Rose on the road. Uh, Rose getting you know meal supplied for us on the buses and stuff. So, you know, tracking that stuff's kind of tough. So I just try to, you know, these last few weeks, especially in season, I just try to keep things. So I'm not eating on the road or in that facility. You know, where all the snacks are at. I just try to eat like really clean chicken, like chicken rice together. Yes, sir. Uh, great. What are what are we getting on these buses? Are you guys gonna like check the lay? Is it Chipotle? Maybe some Subway or Jimmy John's? What's the food? Uh, yeah, we get a little bit of everything. Sometimes uh, we get greens and beans before we That's a good one. Uh, so that's nice. And just sandwiches, um, different snacks here, even jays. Uh, I'm gonna make time when I get situated and get my laptop ready and all my stuff ready. I go over to the hot dog and the hamburger and. Just don't get potato tops because they're so cold by that time. It's just like no thank you. But so the final segment of this show is going to be the mid-season awards. So when you guys first came on, we did roommate rapid fire, obviously, the first two weeks of the show. Or if the roommates all living together, but you guys have played a significant amount of games. So I figured it's time to shine light on some of the great performances that we've seen so far throughout this season. So one word or one one person per Actually, not for the MVP. It could be more than one person, but for everything else, we'll go one one person as your uh, answer, and then we'll ride on to the next one. But Brayden, I'll start with you. Offensive MVP so far this season. Um, you know, earlier on in the season, I wanted to say about Harrison Davis. He was doing a fantastic job. Um, so I would say Harrison so far. I would say uh, you know. Logan Schmidt, um, like uh, he's been playing so far. It is his last year. So Logan's doing a good job. I'll have you know that Rocky and Liam both set the old line. So you were in the right camp. Playing for you, the offense will be That's funny you said that. I was actually going to go for a long uh, you got to stick with the O-line, especially all our skill position and offense. Everyone's trying to, you know, even out. It's like Gary, you know, really high up in the season. He was having an awesome year. He was doing amazing. And then turn around and dunk your head to an amazing game. Mason had a great game. So, you know, it's kind of all over. It. It's kind of hard to pick a certain guy. And you look at the offensive line and just all, all of them doing a great job. And then Logan turns up the paint. So, 
Yeah, I can't even recall the last time that Rocky was sad. Like it had to have been like five weeks ago. Clint, what's the same with you? Uh, you know, I think Jaden does. He plays the boards on the defensive line. You know, I don't know how many sacks he had in the year. It seems like every week he's wrapping up one or two. But, you know, he's, he's definitely something that offensive on their team is going to be really about. Yeah. And I just, uh, 
I think with Ron, he should like, you should have seen it last week, like last week after we finished up the show, there was a family listen right from us, taking the time to talk to the kids, like, the sense of community that is being built around this program right now, and what Coach Anik is building, has been really great to see, and I know we don't have, like, the biggest fan base, but to see everyone rally behind you guys, especially the players, Oh my that's not like the whole goal, goal of the Austin Content Podcast from the jump is to get the voice out and make sure everyone knows who plays what position and all this stuff. And obviously, it's been great getting to know you guys, but uh, great for you. All kinds of fun for us to be first year contributor. I really go with Queen. Queen does so much for our offense. Blocks, runs, catches the ball, and even with his leadership, that's just too many. Uh, just job. And I'll say, they could not have gotten captains more right for this team. Like, sitting next to two of them, we got Rocky, Lance DeVoe, who I think, like, he's one of the last of a dying breed at his position because you see how the linebacker position is going to switch to a lot of smaller guys, hybrid guys, rover guys. And Lane, as someone whose favorite player is Ray Lewis, as, like, I'm not going to say he is Ray Lewis, but the way he plays, like he's sideline to sideline, he has the frame. He hits like no one. Like, you don't want to get hit by Lance. So it's been really good to see him get back out there and contribute at a high level after his injury. We'll go back to the defensive side of the ball. So, first year contributor on defense, the defensive one. This is a tough one. I know CJ Brown played last year a little bit, but I would say he's leading the team in tackles, too. Especially when. Yo, do you guys have a couple curls in the locker room before you hop out on the field? You too, Graydon? You get a couple curls in before you slide out on the field? Those are you guys. guys get a And the way college jerseys have been made now, it's like, yo, they're hard to get on, hard to get off, but they give you that, like, bicep profile, so it's like a guy like Thomas Jones, whatever his name up there is. He's got two biceps and one, you go super slow. But Graydon, for you, uh, 
Uh, who is the number one way that you You know, I always come to go to Nickel 10. I always see them in the area. I'm very glad to stay in the show. You know, I'm getting positive. I would say, I would say, it's a big time home show. He's a real hard worker. It's been great to see his growth and progression. Two more. These are the fun ones. So, great for you. Best moment of the year so far. You know, I'm going to go with either being towards tech or being to the, um, you know, just because Twitter, it was awesome to win that fashion and Georgia Tech as well. Big upside on the road. Big match, you guys. And then, Quinn, for you, what has been your best moment so far throughout this season? I'd say the Toledo game. Like, like you were saying, Georgia Tech was a big one. That was awesome. But, uh, you know, beating them back at home, especially around a really good one, you know, I won Talked really highly about the you know, they were the yeah. and they were picked the conference yeah. finals. Yeah. 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 None of you guys get tired because you're getting rotated. I know you don't get tired when you games, but but if the other guys don't have the stamina yet for that, like to play a full game, like to see Jay get 33 carries at was like 19 years old, that's insane, man. And to see that, you know, obviously there's been a couple injuries, but for the most part, like I saw AB is back this weekend, Sergio Brown, so that's the guys here was that serious. And um I don't know if there's any back, but the way he was playing, like we could only anticipate that that's going to continue on the other side. Uh, but final question, so funniest moment so far. So there's a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes we don't see. What's been like another one funniest moment so far this season? Uh, I might need to tell you this. There's a lot of good moments. You got one queued up, right? We can swing. We can phone a friend and get a ring first. I don't remember which game it was, but I think we had a kickoff between the interception. It might have been an interception versus on the sideline. Yeah, here on the sideline, we were celebrating. I think we got a sideline coming in. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was on, I think it was on one of our coach, Yeah. So we'd like to give it a good hard time because of that. Yo, if you need a homeland guy, I'm pretty free on Saturdays. I can hold back a little bit. Judy, Judy, this is a good job. Judy, hold back, guys. I was going to say, I don't know. I don't know if I can hold back like multiple coaches at once. So she's like, oh, it's taking easy. We don't need this. But we're going to bring it. You had time to think about it. What's the funniest moment in the season? Yeah, so it was actually in fall camp. I had a fall camp for the first start of the season. Uh, we had a talent show. And uh, you know, a lot of good action. There was one that even. Yeah, he was doing impersonations of people on the team. So he put his face up on the big screen, and then he first nailed. He did Lance the Row, and he gets out of water. <laughs> Just starts walking and watching the eye. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, like this big gallon jug. Yeah. It was awesome. Lance is a good guy, and uh, one of the people that, outside of you two, uh, I think that has a good chance to go to the league. I also think that. Um, Matt Ferris and Tyree switching on the line. So it's going to be a big, uh, I said, they be a pretty busy pro day this year. And uh, obviously, we're going to have since the one last year. We really only have a private workout for our one player, uh, Daniel Crawford. We ended up signing with the Packers and playing a little bit in preseason. 
But um, one thing you'll see is, because uh, I, I went to the one Friday the year before, we'll get a lot of the local teams, and like, Coach Anna can somehow get you to the Ravens. If you can just play for the Bears, just because like, you can't, you can't write a dream better than that, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bears fans get an opportunity to play for them. The rest is history, but you know, do you guys have anything, uh, final thoughts, anything ahead of this weekend's game? Really, well dogs. Well, I'm for you. Well, dogs. If you guys got time too, make sure to tune in on the, on the uh, Paul Horning website and make sure to get clicked to vote. Uh, the Paul Horning Award is an award that's given to a multi-purpose, you know, back receiver player throughout the nation. Uh, I checked last night. And I was excited to see that I, I was the only vote. And like I told you this morning, every morning when I wake up. Log on, vote Clinton, get as many people as I can to vote Clinton. We're going to start a, uh, a grassroots campaign to get you the fan vote, at least. I don't know if we have any like, actual uh, telling on who wins the award, but we're going to get you those fan votes, just like the NBA House. But yeah, uh, so that'll pretty much wrap up the full season. So, first full season of House Season on Tap, live from Fatty's Club. Finally, it's not finally though, because I'm actually sad about it. I told you yesterday, I was like, it's crazy that it's been like seven full weeks, but once again, we thank everyone for joining us at the final regular season edition of the Huskies on Tap podcast from Fabulous Public Pro. Today, we were joined by Fabulous Swanson athletes, Brent Patton, and Clint Akinich. The recorded version of the show will be available wherever you get your podcasts in the morning. I've been talking with Fabulous to return for a bowl game live show as long as you guys take care of business, which for my math, they just have to win one more game. And potentially in that title game by a show here from Fatty's Club. But the boys got to take care of that business first. Like I said at the beginning of the show, my name is Brandon Suarez. I work in the Con and Huskies on Tap on Twitter or Instagram, as well as ontapsports.com. We appreciate you being here with us tonight. And make sure to get out to Fatty's this weekend and Saturday, or on Saturday at 11 a.m. to the Fatty's Away Day Watch Party. As far as the podcast goes, we still will have two episodes a week that can be found by reading the podcast. One will be a pregame, uh, that we'll have two players or one or two players a week, and then the post game will just be me ranting about how good or how bad we played. You can hear the voice, like you can hear the energy, like it's been a, it's been a lot nicer, I've been like a lot less paid this year. So, as much as some, uh, someone that follows the team is happy as I do, it's really great to see your guys' success. I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your business and doing the best one out there on Saturday. Thank you. Yeah. I got drinks of living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. I got drinks of living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for none. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in hard.